0: And we're live, back for episode five.
1: Five? Oh, five. What a milestone, Charlie.
0: Amazing. Who would have thought we would have made made it this far?
1: Five episodes, tens of viewers. What more could you want?
0: (laughs) Yeah, all that fame. Episode five of Slacking Off. Slacking Off is a weekly podcast where we take our Slack conversations and bring them to you in podcast form. I'm Charlie. I'm Jesse. And what are we talking about today.
1: Okay Okay. I've got a couple things for us to talk about so obviously we're gonna recap the weekend because I mean if you're not here to find out what we did this weekend are you here at all probably not (laughs) and then second of all one of my favorite most interesting stories of the times I think I guess last year it was was the college admissions scandal and there's a new doc on that on Netflix so we're gonna chat through that and then also I wanted to chat about David, David Dobrik and the Dispo app and all of just the YouTube drama that is crossing a lot of realms of interest for me from YouTube, influencers, and also like the financial services investment sector, which I have recently been trying to become more aware of as well. So two big things to chat. Who knows what else will come up in between those two things, but those are our big heavy hitters for today.
0: Do you wanna start off first this week? I feel like I always go first. did what, you do sure. this weekend? Well,
1: this weekend I actually had a very exciting weekend, all pandemics considered and um a friday night my best friend is actually moving to the states and so we had a little um a very small covid appropriate going away dinner for her on a friday night which was pretty fun i hadn't seen her in live, live in person since probably like october and my other best friend i haven't seen live since live i haven't seen in person since november so it was pretty exciting so then we went out for dinner and had you know had some drinks and such which was fun um I cried a little bit I'm sad that <laughs> moving, you know. <laughs> and then otherwise we just kind of like hung out at the house and it was so beautiful out this weekend. We were outside pretty much all weekend. Um, I broke one of my cardinal life rules as a 30-something year old and got a small sunburn this weekend, which I'm still pretty well. Nice. Cool, but it was, you know, overall it was worth it. It was a good weekend.
0: Yeah, I I'm I burn relatively easy too. And my wife my wife like I always say she changes nationalities i'll say like in 20 minutes you know she's croatian but like she'll get she gets confused all the time for like you know i don't know i've heard italian my mom thought she just came up randomly with my mom thought she was puerto rican when she first met her um indian she gets confused for uh she tans very quickly in 20 minutes she's got like full tan lines everywhere out for a jog and she's just so dark and and
1: crazy my dad is the same and it really as a burner it really annoys me that like
0: you didn't get that me, gene right
1: I've never seen my dad with a sunburn and he like tans in 2 seconds perfectly golden brown and I'm like I'm over here SPF 65 one freckle you know just <laughs> when I think when I might think of the time you know a funny story about me from high school um when I was in high school like obviously like tanning beds were like more of a thing back then like we didn't know how bad they were and my friends uh-huh. were like heavy on the tanning beds so much so that they got nicknamed the tan clan for a little while because they were just so tan all the time and then there was me like this like random like, fair pal but i was always also trying to like maybe get a tan and I, I think of the hours i spent probably just like burning layers of my skin off never before oh, I could, it was not gonna happen for me
0: i used to also be obsessed with getting a tan like you know i used to go in the tanning bed up the street here if we were going to go to florida on a trip i'd go like get a couple tanning sessions in because i know that you know if i'd be on i'd be just burnt so i would like try and get ahead of it a little bit to try and pre-start my tan and like not uh be able to have to you know avoid the sun from from a burn so yeah yeah yeah, i've been there but it's nice all the snow is now gone where jesse and i live at least at least where i live i'm assuming out where you are
1: it's always just great down here. Yeah. Not a so I was
0: able, I was able to get out on the bike. We were shooting hoops in the driveway. We were out driving RC cars this weekend. I started a new social media channel um, dedicated <laughs> to like the RC side of things. So that's been interesting.
1: That's great. That's something else. I do need you to resend me your recommendation for the first like a beginner RC car for Gray because this weekend we had the kids little jeep out that they can drive in but the best yeah. part of that little jeep is it has a parent remote control
0: yeah yeah and that's pretty cool
1: the kids normally we keep it just in case they, like are driving towards the road or like a tree or something but gray got a hold of it and was driving hazel around and like <laughs> controlling her and it was so funny and i was like oh he, i definitely need to get him a real one i'll have to put a clip up on of i meant to put up in my insta stories this weekend they were being so funny like hazel was trying to lure Gray into the car, being like, let's do something dangerous. <laughs> I was like, I'm right here. And She's like crazy. driving
0: him out into traffic or no, she, <laughs> with, the, with the remote?
1: She would drive with the remote and he had, it had a tailgate, like it's a little truck. And yeah. he would hold onto the end and let it drag him on his knees across <laughs> across the lawn. Like, well, they were both having a great time. Um, that's why I have to buy him, like, new, three new pairs of pants a week though, but. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, tell me about it. So
0: Yeah. So yeah, took advantage of the weather. Uh, you know, I think everybody's like, you know, it's spring cleaning time. We're we're slowly working through the boys' rooms. We got rid of like I wanna say eighty percent of the boys' toys that they had laying in the toy room because we converted yeah. it to a gym, um, okay. which we got Yeah, we got everything set up there. I've been making multiple trips to Fitness Depot because fitness equipment is extremely hard to find right now. And um, you can't order anything from them. You kind of just have to show up. And it's like, if it's there, it's there. So I've been taking a couple trips a week. I now have every piece that we need. My wife and I put it together on Saturday night. The boys slept at my mom's. So we went out for sushi, put that Mm -hmm. together. it was a nice little Saturday. So
1: what's your RC channel called? Guess CJRC, right? Oh, wow, great! Great, <laughs> so yeah,
0: that's been f- interesting because like it's been a while since I've started from zero, right? So, like, mm-hmm. I'm at 20. 20- uh, followers now on CJRC so it's kind of nice to just kind of build something new I just want to get to the point where I can get stuff for free on that channel
1: because cards
0: are expensive right
1: yeah for sure oh for sure they are I bet they are look at you look at you starting down here again with your yeah. followers what's it like without the burden of your fandom and your fame just starting up a new channel
0: yeah, I'm actually posting to it because I'm not. I haven't really been posting anything to my other channels. I've been experiencing social media burnout. So, what better way to get through that than start a whole new channel?
1: <laughs> what better <laughs> way than another channel?
0: <laughs> yeah, it's fun because like my friend Matt is getting into RC. So, uh, yeah, we took a bunch of cars out on Saturday morning with the boys and, and drove them around. So. And but you're
1: yeah. towards yard, yard sale, garage sale season, which is an Yeah, essential-
0: we actually hit two this weekend. So Saturday morning, yeah, 6.30 a.m. we left here and went to Cambridge, like 20 minutes from here. It was a long way for one sale, but was worth it. Well, not really worth it, but... um. You yeah, I had to try. Like if I didn't try, I, you know, then I, my mind's mind starts swirling about what might have been there. And then later on in the day I had another one in Kitchener. So
1: really, have you ever it had started. to drive by one live? That really torments me. Like if you drive by one that you can't stop if you don't have to oh. for whatever reason. Yeah. Um Yeah, that I, does bug me. What gems could have been there that I don't know about, you know?
0: I know. And it's like, you know, driving up to the cottage frequently, you know, there'll be I'll see signs and I'll like negotiate with my wife. Okay. We'll stop if, you know, it's, if we can see the sale, we'll stop because what happens is driving through these small towns, you'll see a sign and it's like four kilometers down that country road and no. you end up like 15 minutes each or so.
1: Now you're committed.
0: But I'm excited for garage sale season. I hope people have them. I think it's Me too. it's safe. You know, like you're outside, people that's can wear a, mask. wear a mask. You know, like if you're at a garage sale, maybe don't pick up every single item and look at it. Just try to try only touch it if you need to. Yeah. yeah. So last year sucked for garage sales, and um, yeah, I need it to be good this year because that's how I um, that's how I pay for all my toys and stuff like that. It's like my side hustle to get a little bit of extra income. And I miss that.
1: Oh, I bet. And I just missed the hunt also, the thrill. Oh,
0: yeah, definitely. That's the fun of it. And yeah.
1: And mm-hmm. having seen your YouTube videos, I know that your garage sale videos are the ones that get just the most heated, the heated commentary and debates. Um, when I mean, I first was checking out your YouTube videos way back when I remember people were just heated that you got too good of a deal. Was oh, like,
0: yeah.
1: That's just like haters going to hate, you know?
0: Yeah, people, you know what, I get a little bit of that. But like, you know, it's usually from people who just don't have the opportunities to go to these sales and get stuff that cheap. And, you know, I always say with garage sales, you know, this will be an ongoing segment. Like Monday, I can recap like all the great stuff I got at a garage sale on the, on these episodes. Um, oh, <laughs> the number one goal for me with garage selling. Okay, I will preempt this with there's one thing in this world that I can safely say that I am an expert at and like maybe the authority on and it's garage mm-hmm. selling that is one thing that i have mastered over the past decade um but i always say you know the goal of garage selling is to get things for as cheap as possible 100%. with with the person who's selling it feeling good about what they got you know what i mean like i don't want to leave a sale and have that person more you know where i can tell that you know they feel like they just got taken for something so
1: uh. Yeah, you
0: know what I mean? Yeah. So no. there, you know, there has been times on my videos where I've recorded because my typical first, you know, my offering is, you know, I'll, I'll offer 20 bucks for anything, you know, like it's a huge box full of vintage video games or records. You know, my offer is always, would you take 20 bucks? And that's where I start. Sometimes they say sure, and they're happy with it. You know, sometimes they go, oh, I was hoping for 100. Then we work our way down to like the middle ground, like 60 bucks. So um, but sometimes people take it and then, you know, once in a while I'll get comments like, Oh, you rip that person off or, you know, but you know, the goal of garage selling is to get things for cheap.
1: And the goal of having a, a garage sale is not typically to like pay your mortgage or retire. It is to get stuff out of your house. And... Interesting.
0: You say that, that, that is true in Canada, but I've noticed garage selling in several States. Ooh. It is a bit different. A lot of times those garage sales, um, Felt more like it was an opportunity for them to make money. I agree, and I've said that multiple times. It seems as though most people here in Canada, at least, um, have a garage sale to clear out your old stuff. You know, get rid of kids' toys and just make room. You know, and clear things out and get as much. You know, get some money for it. That's great. But I did notice that a lot of uh, places in the states, I have garage sales in Florida, Maine, Michigan, uh, a couple other states that I can't remember. that It did seem more like it was an a money-making opportunity
1: yeah because i often think like you ever been to the yard sale i'm i love yard to go to yard sales it's it's fascinating people watching as well um and just like people interact and stuff but sometimes people will say like oh you know it's it's uh it was 95 dollars brand new in the store i'm like okay right we cannot compare your front yard on this side gravel curb of the road to right. The like, or you'll
0: just- get it's going for this on eBay, right? Like, oh. and and that's typically a thing I seemed to get more. You know, I'm generalizing here. That I, I seem to get that more in the states that people were like pulling up their phones and going, "This is what it's going for," looking it up, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and I think you do that if your goal is to make a bunch right. of money.
1: You have, or you have a target, I guess, in mind that
0: you. Think. Right. Exactly. Yeah, and that was one of the sales. One of the sales. The one of the two sales I went to this weekend. The guy had great stuff, but he was charging like eBay prices, and it was to the point where like I couldn't even negotiate at the at his starting point. It wasn't even worth it. Um, it would have been insulting what I would have offered him. So
1: <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. Yeah, I mean, I guess when I I've only had a couple yard sales in my life, but I typically like it's it's going. It's not like it's going back into my collectors collector's vault after like right. <laughs> it's had. Right. Headed- Somewhere else for free, probably after that. So I just yeah kind of out. And
0: like when we donated all these toys, like I said, like 80% of the kids' toys. And I want to say, like, most of them are from garage sales. So, you know, it wasn't too hard for me just to get rid of them. We had like piles and piles of Nerf guns, like good stuff that I probably could have got some money for, but we have a great um uh, thrift store that actually is like smack dab right in the middle of the neighborhood that I grew up in. So I love the idea that those toys are like going to people that you know grew up in the it's like a. I would say I don't know like lower middle class neighborhood you know lots yeah. of you know there's some community housing and stuff like that so yeah
1: getting access to killer toys for yeah you
0: know. yeah like I just restocked their whole store I went into the store they had nothing so I'm like oh sweet like their shelves will be full for I'm
1: oh, ready wow. I'm ready uh, well that's awesome that's awesome yeah I'm looking forward to that as well actually I always consider kind of like early May is usually when like they really start popping up for me around here.
0: Yeah. That's the official beginning of the season. The first weekend in may, Um, you know, between now until then I call, I usually call it the preseason. So you'll, you know, you might get 10 sales, 10 to 20 on a weekend, but typically in a typical may in this area, I would hit upwards of 80 to a hundred sales. You know, there'd be more than that, but that's the amount that I could probably hit, and on a Saturday between seven and twelve.
1: Yeah, but by lunchtime it's over. I feel like that. Yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah, pretty much. And by lunchtime, like I'm exhausted.
1: Okay, well, stay tuned. (laughs) Stay tuned, everybody, for more yard sale updates because I also love a good. I love to showcase a good yard sale find. Um,
0: Oh yeah, I can't. I can't wait. Uh, You know, I could do hours on garage So
1: (laughs) Okay, not really a natural segue, but. Uh, I guess if I'm trying to be a segwayer we could talk about American yard sales speaking of things that happened in America that are interesting so oh, the college admissions scandal last year i was kind of obsessed with that story i don't know how obsessed you were with it or how much you were into it well um, who
0: do we got we got laurie laurie laughlin
1: laurie laughlin so uh, aunt becky from full house yep. which
0: star uh, of rad the 80s uh, bmx movie if you haven't seen yep. it
1: and so she paid for her kids to get in her daughter i think specifically to get into usc which is kind of funny because like usc doesn't have the same cloak to me as like yale or princeton like if i was gonna bribe someone to get my kid in somewhere i'd probably go right to the top. And they said well, so money. Does money.
0: Does that indicate the level of, like...
1: Believability. Uh,
0: or intelligence of, of her kid that maybe she was just aiming for UFC, or UFC, USC? I don't yeah. know, her daughter's a big influencer, is she not? And she didn't even wanna go, she's the like, I didn't wanna go to you. I
1: love that, because I, yeah, the irony of that whole case to me with her is that her daughter was a successful YouTuber, Olivia Jade is her name, a very successful YouTuber, had big, big brand deals with like Sephora, um, and like Lori Loughlin also like she her husband founded the brand Mossimo which he sold for like a ton of money to Target so like they're they're rich rich like they don't just have yeah. house money yeah. um and their daughter is very successful and the the admission scandal she has said is she didn't even really want to go her parents wanted her to have the experience so, mm-hmm. it's crazy to me that, and that, that really destroyed her, her influencers, her career for a long, like, they all dropped her, all of her big brand deals dropped Olivia Jade from.
0: Which is stupid, in my opinion.
1: Which is stupid, but, and that's so what I'm interested in, so now the documentary is coming out about them all, and the other big one was, like, William H. Macy and yes. his wife, they were involved in it, and he was able to stay out of the legal side of things, and she took all the heat for it. Um, Oh, my God, I can't think of her name right now. I know,
0: um, I can't either. Um, you
1: know Felicity Hoffman, right? Um, Desperate Housewives is her big thing. She's done other stuff, but um, and she actually took jail time for it. She didn't try and fight the charges. She just like admitted it. Um, anyway, it's very interesting to me because um, I'm curious to watch the documentary. So I haven't seen it yet. I believe it's out now on Netflix, though. Um, but I'm very curious to see it because it does shed a lot. Like, so Olivia Jade, for example, like they have pictures. I heard of her like fake. Oh, yeah fake yep. doing photos of her rowing to get in, yep. which does cast. So a lot, of, that. A lot of the kids were like, oh, we didn't know that my parents were doing this for us. Yep. Um, whereas this definitely shows them being more actively involved in the scheme, right. which is a whole other layer to me on this because from a parent's perspective, like truly not to be like, I'm not gonna be on a high horse. Like, I guess I could fathom, you truly think it's so essential for your kids to get into this school. Like I could, and I wouldn't do it at all, but I could, I could maybe see their, where their headspace was at. Okay.
0: Well, is it that bad? Is it that different from, you know, typically with like Ivy league schools, you'll get, you know, um, you know, people donating to their alma mater and, you know, their children getting in because, you know, their parents went to that school. Like, is it? is it that, I mean, this is an outright bribe, I guess, you know, it's, it's much more greasy, but I mean, it's kind of the same thing. Cause I'm pretty sure like, you know, if I went to Harvard and I just was like, Hey, yeah, I'd like to make a $50,000 donation. And then like, wink, wink, you know, my son supplying at Harvard that happens all the time.
1: Yes. Although I do think in those cases and I'm no expert, I do think in those cases, typically like the kid could for sure get in also like he, (sighs) I think there's a difference between like my son, like I want Hazel to get into Harvard. She a hundred percent has a, uh, uh, her GPA is high enough. She's done all the things. It's just down to numbers. I've paid also for her to get in.
0: Maybe. When- I think it depends on the d- discrepancy in, yeah. in great Like, cause I know guys that like, you know, they got into better schools because they were, you know, going to play sports. Like, you know, I, I know a guy that got into Laurier because he was going to play Laurier football and and they were able to make up that margin right so this might be an instance where like maybe her I don't even know if this came out maybe her SATs were just trash and like she had no chance of getting in
1: yeah like someone else took the SATs for her I think oh yeah yeah like, and right. that's a lot of them it was it's varying degrees of cheating like some of them full-on hired a tutor to take the SAT for right. them, things like that and at first I was kind of like is it I mean it's bad but is it horrible but then you know maybe think it was worse than I originally thought was that Think of, like, the kids with no resources, no money, who are just grinding super hard, studied their ass off, got great yeah. grades, could have been the first person in their family to make that leap and change the whole socioeconomic dynamic of their family by getting that opportunity. And their spot got took taken right some rich kid with a YouTube channel with 5 million followers right. on it. Like, that's yeah. Yeah. uh That does seem super unfair to me and, like, just kind of, like, widens the gap of privilege and unprivileged, you know? It's- I
0: remember. i remember hearing the stories of the fake like you know (laughs) fake track and fake rowing photos and like i forget was that just to like were they giving they i think they were giving people scholarships in some cases
1: oh yeah saying oh
0: yeah we're bringing in this person because they're on you know it's not just a matter of like hey look at my extracurricular activities here's me rowing it was more like no, no no they're on like technically on the rowing team but not really
1: it was an elaborate it was an elaborate scheme to get them That's in. wild.
0: Like, how yeah. do you it's like how do you even get away with that? Like someone's got to notice at some point that you're not actually on the rowing team. Well, and also, like once you get in, you've got to take these classes and maintain, don't you? Do you not? I mean USC, I'm sure well, there's a lot of schools out there that, you know, still get away with pushing athletes through.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, you know, there's all sorts of ways that they can can do that. So I don't know. Maybe if she's technically on the rowing team, that was part of it that they would like push her through. I know. Even, you
1: know what? If she had been, if any of them had like the athletes thing is fair to me because like you are compensating, they have this achievement. You don't care if they're that smart. You're, you'll take this achievement for the betterment of the school. That makes more sense to me because you, you've earned it in some capacity. Like you are, you yeah. are the best at that. These people earn neither. Didn't work right. hard in sport. Didn't work hard at school just want the benefits of of the, of the name so i'm very curious to watch it um we'll have to discuss maybe i'll watch it this weekend we'll have to discuss next week but i'm so curious about it because olivia jade specifically just kind of came back to her youtube channel and yes. sort of addressed the scandal and has like said she's just going to move on from it with her life which also i feel like i mean the girl's like 20 years old like sure she shouldn't be held to this for the rest of her life right she didn't act you know her she did what her mom said to do you know essentially right. um should she have possibly, you know, raised the issue that it would maybe not be good? Probably. But I am curious to see. Um, And I'm curious to see because I have noticed on her YouTube video, I checked it out on the weekend, heavy on the comments there about a the documentary for her, but she hasn't turned them off yet. So I'm curious.
0: Also, in long term, is this even bad for her? You know, like, I, I would I would have no idea who Olivia Jade was if it weren't for this. So
1: same, same. I also hadn't checked out her videos um in a long like I didn't know who she was and then I do obviously know her because of this but I think I think probably like emotionally and mentally I'm sure it had to be difficult for her to be like the cause of her parents downfall and um just like the face of the scandal in in the world like she was the most you know the face of it her and Felicity Huffman I don't
0: even know what she looks like I'm guessing she's beautiful Lori Loughlin is like like gorgeous I've always had a big crush on on Aunt Becky. And she's just one of those people that, like, you know, she's maintained. Like, I have no idea how old she is.
1: No, she looks great, though. And her daughter's very pretty, too. They look alike. They look a lot alike. So the influencer thing makes sense for her. Um, but, yeah, anyway, I'm curious. To watch the documentary? I saw that came out this weekend, and I was interested.
0: Yeah, I'm going to watch that for sure. Uh, maybe even today, because I need something new. Because I spent four hours watching... Um, uh, not the Avengers. Oh, my God. Justice League, the Zack Snyder cut, okay. uh, which came to Crave here in Canada. Um, basically, so Justice League was basically like a uh, crappy superhero movie that was like made slightly better. It's slightly better. It's just four hours long. So um, Saturday, they it.
1: Basically, like for someone not in the um, Comic-Con space, like they made the movie. People didn't care for it. So they, right. they're doing a second version where it's a little bit better.
0: Right. So apparently, I think, I want to say Zack Snyder was on, was the original director, and then he left for whatever reason. And then, like, a lot of times these studios will put their hands on movies and, like, you know, anyways, it, the movie ended up being what Zack Snyder didn't didn't want it to be, and it turned out like crap. Um, So he kind of just re-edited, it, shot a couple more scenes, and they released it as the... Snyder cut and it'll you know it's 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 better than the original it's just four hours long it was worth watching the boys loved it so
1: Who, who's in the Justice League that I would know like are these
0: Jason Momoa is Aquaman
1: oh Jason Momoa sure, sure.
0: um Gal Gadot is Wonder, Wonder Woman, Woman.
1: oh yeah. Wonder Woman then maybe I would check it out because Wonder Woman the first one was like the greatest it was good I enjoyed that so much.
0: Yeah, it's one of the few good, like, DC comic book movies. You know, the Marvel ones are all pretty much home runs. They're great. Yeah. But DC has really struggled. Uh, who else do we got? We got Ben Affleck as Batman, which I actually like Affleck Batman. He plays kind of like a more, like, a, mean, like got- an older. <laughs> yeah, <I think. laughs> uh, who else do we got? I don't know. We got the Flash in <laughs> there. and
1: Superman, And Like Superman. It's all coming back to me. I think I watched one of the... Batman versus Supermar- Superman yeah. movie in the sphere. Yeah, that was a thing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I typically don't love Batman-related movies because I find Gotham is just the worst. Like, yeah, it never makes me root for the people of Gotham. It just looks like a crappy place with crappy people. And you know what? Yikes, <laughs> like, you see them all like a bunch of jerks, you're all corrupt, everyone's terrible. Like, I, might, I, just always I think
0: that's them. why I love it. I think that's why I actually like Batman. I like it, you know, uh, the, the the recent ones at least have been pretty dark and, and gritty. So I, I kind of like that.
1: I'm looking forward to Robert Pattinson as Batman. I think he'll be a great millennial Batman. Me
0: too. At first I was like, huh? And then like that, that first, uh, there was a trailer that came out and I was like, okay, it's- Interesting.
1: Yeah, I'm into it. I'm into it. I think he I think he'll do a good job. So I'm curious. He can
0: act. He's come a long way since if uh Twilight. Back. I didn't I didn't really think much of him in, in those movies, but he's he's good.
1: If you go back and watch the Twilight movies, I think maybe we've talked about those before, but if you go back and watch the Twilight movies now, like I watched the Twilight movies back then and I was like I was a fan and I knew then they were pretty bad, but I liked them I liked them enough to enjoy them. There are parts, um, I think they the first one. Came on like something we were watching. I don't know. We saw a couple, like a month or so ago. Justin and I both like could not get over some of the cheesiness of it. Like, there's a part where like Edward is showing Bella her, his vampire abilities and like. (laughs) (laughs) he wants to show her how fast he can run so like she gets on his back and he like piggybacks her through the woods and it's supposed to be like this like yeah wonderful romantic impressive scene and it's so lame oh my god it made me laugh so hard so I can only imagine he probably cringes so much when he watches those two it's not really his fault it's just of the time you know but uh anyway yeah I'm excited for him to be back and I think he'll be good
0: right so okay let's get to this YouTube drama what's up with David Dobrik
1: this is deep. This is touching. And who
0: is David Dobrik? I guess first off, David
1: Dobrik, very famous YouTuber, very famous for the Vlog Squad. Does he um, have a house? He, you know what? I don't even know. I think he, like he probably does have a house where all the Vlog Squad members are in. He also dated a very famous YouTuber, Liza Kashi, for a long time. You may oh, have seen. Oh yeah,
0: I know Liza Daily. And, daily Liza. No, so remember she like, said I. I know her from, um, I used to love her, uh, dollar store, dollar store videos.
1: Yep. Yes. And she is pretty big. She actually did a lot of work with Will Smith when he was first getting into like YouTube right. and Instagram. He did some yeah, stuff. With great. Anyway, they dated, this is nothing about her, but that's just another reason of why he was kind of very big. They were like a big, huge YouTube thing. He's probably, if you haven't heard of him. You may have seen like the thumbnails of his videos he's always given people cars and like a hundred thousand dollars and like a lamborghini he's always doing these like extravagant gift videos where he'll show up at someone's house and give them like a porsche a porsche or like five hundred thousand dollars cash in a bag and he, like mr least, beast
0: i didn't i didn't know david dobrik did that cool
1: he does that stuff and then he also has like this vlog squad which are supposedly supposed to be his friends kind of and they do these funny antics Um, And then he also has like kind of done collabs with everybody big in the YouTube space. He's very, very huge in YouTube. Um, There he is. There he is. And so a huge thing that he has done, he launched this app called Dispo, which I actually think is a super cool idea. So it's all around um, like living your life in the moment instead of like trying to get the perfect Instagram photo. And so it's like a photo taking app where you take photos and it looks, it's like got a filter on it to look like it's a, an actual disposable camera. But the cool thing with it is you take it and then it's gone and then it develops overnight and you get to see your photos the next day at 9am. So you're not spending your night at the party trying to get the perfect selfie. You don't know what photos you've taken but you'll look at them tomorrow and post them if you want to. So it, it is interesting and it's gotten pretty big and it's gotten a ton of funding and I think it just finished its Series A funding. Um, so it's, it's been invested in by like some huge VCs. Um, Serena Williams' husband's VC invested like seven million in this app. Anyway, also though around the same, like the last few months, and I am surprised it has gotten this big because I've been hearing about it for a while. There are some allegations about David that he has done some bad stuff. Um, or the
0: members of his team have. Like that's what, what, that's man, what I've heard.
1: A member of the vlog squad has said like that he felt, I don't, I'm not sure exactly the wording, but basically like they filmed him, they tricked him or they blindfolded him and he thought he was kissing someone and it wasn't that person, it was someone else. And then after he was very upset to have been tricked into kissing this person and he asked them not to release it, but they did it anyway. And of course it's been seen by like millions and millions of people and that's caused him a lot of distress. And then a lot of other people have started coming in with their own um, questionable things that he did for the sake of his videos to make them interesting where like some really young, you know, some young girls, he got them really, really drunk. And then- Yeah, put-
0: that's the one I heard about and that's that's pretty gross.
1: And then there's also another famous YouTuber, Trish Paytas. I might be saying her name wrong, but she's well, a yeah. she's a very famous YouTuber. And he, like, they were friends, you know, um, and like friends and the influencers She's
0: very controversial. Uh, she says a lot of very controversial things. Yes, she uh, does. she's part of the podcast with I watch H three H three is you know they cover all this YouTube drama stuff, and she actually has a podcast with Ethan from H three H three called uh, Frenemies.
1: yes they have been really dropping the bombs on david dobrik over there and one like one of her and there's so much like i don't know it all but one of the things that she's upset about is that he snuck into her hotel room and recorded while she was having sex with her boyfriend and then after she was naked running by when she found out he was there and she says that she told him not and she says she told him not to put that In the vlog she wanted that cut and he put it out there anyway which is of course super not super uncool um, and illegal um, to do so he's been getting a lot of heat and it's been like simmering for a while but it has definitely now broken through the mainstream and um, a huge investor just pulled out of the Dispo app um, and they've said like they're not supporting Dispo at all based on the allegations against David Dobrik and so now he has stepped down from the board of directors at the company, um, just because basically all the all these investors are backing out of backing it now, just because of all the horrible press that he's getting right now. Whether or not it's true, I'm not sure, but he is getting a lot of really bad press, and so he has stepped down. Which sounds like to me, from what I can tell, stepped down like he stepped down himself before they obviously were going to force him
0: right. To him yeah, it was essentially a step down, or you know, this is going to be more public kind of thing.
1: Yeah, so I'm very curious to kind of just see, I guess, what ends up being true out of this and how they end up handling it. Because I have to say, I feel like he's handled it really, really poorly up until now. Because it was definitely the kind of situation where a lot of the stuff he's being accused of is, is bad. But I think if he had been handled sooner and like addressed sooner, yep. it wouldn't have gotten to this point where... Um, I mean, maybe it would have, maybe there's allegations I'm not aware of that are worse, but like a lot of this stuff, like a lot of his friends who were on the team with him, they just wanted him to acknowledge that he shouldn't have done that. they wanted him, a lot of them, I think they wanted the videos just taken down. Like they don't want them on YouTube anymore. Yeah. Cause his videos get like 30, 40 million views, like crazy views after. after. And,
0: and, and it's interesting. Cause those are the receipts, right? Like
1: he is, post, he can't, you,
0: yeah. you can't deny that this stuff happened because. It's in those videos, like that. The, the issue with those girls that came by their apartment and they, you know, they got them drunk is from from what I know, a lot of it was in the in the vlog itself. Like, there's yeah, not yeah,
1: and that no one I have, that. just reading about that one on the weekend, um, where those girls are trying kind of explaining what happened from their perspective, and like that is horrible to do that, Um, and like just I guess it's curious, like I guess sort of the darker side of of like this this constant chase for content that's going to get that right. views right now that it's, and like- it's
0: it's the one upmanship too like you you have to maintain a certain level right like it you know you've seen it with like the paul brothers um yeah. you know you it's hard to keep that growth you know you have to keep topping everything even with like the whole prank you know phase that youtube went through it just escalated to like crazy levels and, yeah. like, when you're talking about that many views, but it's hard because the guy's 24 years old, right? Like, it's hard for someone that age to have, the, like, the self-realization of, like, hey, I should step back here right now and just admit, you know, like, this was a really dumb thing to do and, and make a proper statement. You know, I, I think it's hard for 24. young people to do that. Yeah, 24 years old. It's crazy. Like, yeah, I so saw you got to start on on Vine.
1: Yes, he, he's an original Vine guy. Yeah. And he is also... um yeah, it's just crazy to me because he always seemed like uh, such a good, earnest kind yeah, of pretty guy. pretty wholesome. Yeah, pretty wholesome. But I think that's part of how what people are saying about him is like, he always maintained sort of his, he was just like an innocent bystander watching all these crazy antics happen. But truly, yeah. I mean, it's his YouTube channel. He's cashing the checks. He's the one who's deciding what they do and what they don't do. And right. his friends are kind of at the mercy of staying within his his bubble of fame and fortune um, just to do what he says kind of thing. So it's interesting. I'm curious to see kind of how this will impact content creators and YouTube influencers in general, because he is so, so big within that space. Um, and this definitely seems like a bigger, like a bigger problem than, uh, than it maybe be seen in the beginning for him.
0: I thought, I thought the whole vlog thing had died down. Like, you know, there was that huge phase of, you know, Casey Neistat and, I don't know, was it Prank First like Jesse Wellens and stuff with a daily vlog? Like I don't know if David Dobrik's doing it daily, but it just saw it just kind of seemed like vlog type stuff was was dying down a bit.
1: Yeah, you know what? His I actually watched a couple and his are kind of addictive because Outside of the outlandish stuff, it is like this group of friends and that's how, that's how it's presented anyway, that they're like this group of friends and it's just kind of like their funny antics. And after you watch a few, you do start to kind of feel like you're just part of this group of friends and it's just like a funny living room kind of chat that you're in with them all the time. Okay. Um, I think that's been part of their success. So I am, I guess I'm interested to see like how he handles this and now he's, he hasn't released a statement on it. He just stepped down. Um, So I'm curious to see that, yeah, how does that, what does he have here? He's like 20 million subscribers on YouTube, 14 million on Instagram. Um, What's he worth? He's worth about 20 million.
0: Those are always so crazy. It told, it said, (laughs) one point it said I was worth like, I think it was in the millions, this is BS.
1: Is said about you?
0: Yeah, I, I forget. Somebody sent it to me one time and I laughed and I was like, I wish.
1: Wouldn't that be amazing?
0: It was maybe like in the hundreds of thousands. Either way, it was like way off.
1: Oh, okay. You know what? His blogs are weekly and they're four minutes and 20 seconds. So that's, I guess, how he maintains them on a weekly basis. They're not very long. Um, Right. Causing havoc and ultimately looking like they're having more fun than anyone else. And I would agree. They do look like they're having a lot of fun. But to be fair, I've also never seen any of the ones in question here where... um, and you know what I'm also curious about? He recently, which this is interesting timing, Charlie D'Amelio, who you know, I, I'm a, I really enjoy. She's the little TikTok girl, biggest person yeah. on TikTok. She's literally literally 16, I think. Um, she posted a video with David Dobrik like a week and a half ago. So I'm curious to see, like, I feel like her parents. Some people think her parents are maybe too involved. I think her parents are like geniuses, um, in terms of how they manage her and her sister. So I'm very curious, I guess, how they'll address this as well. Like, will they delete it? Will they cut? What, what will they be doing here? Because um, they are very squeaky clean, the Demilio's, um, and they, they are, they are, they are deep. They are basically. The marketing strategy for, like, five brands for 2021 is just, like, give money to the familial mm.
0: Didn't the sister say some something that she got in trouble for at some point? Charlie's been clean, but her sister did something, didn't she?
1: Dixie? You know, the only scandal that I know about with Dixie is that she <laughs> – it's kind of funny. To be fair, she's, like, 19. She had this uh, chat contest she was doing on, I think, TikTok or Instagram where, like, you would submit a picture to her and she'd pick a winner. And the hashtag for – she called it Dix Picks um because she's dixie in their picks. and obviously they like, get it, it went a little sideways for them and they had to uh they had to rebrand that to dixie's picks. um but I'm not, <laughs> I'm not sure if she's done anything else um but uh yeah i mean they're 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 if anyone if anyone i guess if anyone's going to get the benefit of like the super young uh excuse like she's like an actual child like she's 16 years old Um. I- and-
0: Let's, like, let's not let's not cancel people who are under like the age of, you know, even twenty five. Like this poor girl. Minor segue here. Um, what was it? Uh, Teen Vogue, right? Okay. So, I don't know how old she is now, but it was she made some disparaging comments about Asian people, you know, when she was quite young. And they've completely removed her from Teen Vogue, you know. The, the you know, especially now with the, with the stuff that's going. Uh, let me pull this up before I get into this. I guess. Yeah, it was like a. I want to say it was a contributor. It was somebody with Teen Vogue.
1: Oh, interesting. Because you know, I the whole cancel culture thing. To me, I'm not a fan of cancel culture in general, but I am a fan of accountability. And I feel like yeah. the key thing, like if you did something bad it's all in how how have you addressed it and made amends to the people that you've hurt from it and what have you done to make it better you know um i think that's a like a key part of it that that's why for me justin timberlake has never 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 made anything better from all the things he's done so i hold that against him but sometimes i feel like people do learn and grow from their mistakes um, and it's good to give them a, an opportunity. Like this Olivia Jade girl from the admission scandal, you know, I feel like she's trying to learn from what went wrong, it seems like anyway. Um, oh, she's an editor, Teen Vogue editor.
0: Yeah, I, I keep picking articles here that I can't read the full thing. Like that oh, require, thing is, so.
1: what, is, what is more annoying than this though? When you click on an article and you have to pay to read the rest of it. At least let me read one for free and then I'll decide if I should pay for the rest.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't say too much if I, if I don't know enough about it, but basically she said some pretty gross comments about Asian people. I didn't see, I didn't see the ones about gay people, but you know, yes, obviously condemn that, but let's not end someone's life for saying stuff when they were you 17, 18 years
1: old. Yeah. As long as you know, now that they're like, she, what, she's 22 or something it said now she should be able to have the clarity to make, make rectifying statements about that and do the work to behave in a more, in a, in a better way with her. Yeah.
0: And, 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 you know, like, you know, s- you know, speak to someone like seek the help, you know, like, you know, people say things because not, not always because they're racist, just because they're like Stupid. naive or, you know, like just were raised a certain way and that's not right by any means, right. You should never say anything like that. But, you know, people do say things that, you know it's almost like they just don't know anybody, any better they're young you know they ha- may have had parents that were bigots and racist and they're just you know repeating what what they've always you know been been told and learned and i think people just need a lot of people just a lot of times just need to be educated
1: hundred percent, a hundred percent. And that's what I think always when this stuff gets called out for, it doesn't need to be like the end of your career or the end of your platform or anything. It all depends on how you handle it. And if you can face the music and have a hard look at yourself and learn and grow and do better. As Oprah says, when you know better, you do better. And that is the key. I think she may have been quoting someone else when she said that, but she said that on a podcast that I listened to from Oprah, super super soul Sundays. And I thought that was great.
0: Uh, Another segue here, but I heard something this morning about Oprah possibly interviewing Britney Spears.
1: Okay, Charlie, you probably saw it on the Barisapai's Instagram story. Um,
0: That that is where I saw it.
1: I saw it there as well. People are really hoping. I don't know how much, like, I would say it's probably very unlikely um, knowing Britney as personally and as well as I do. I don't see that happening, um, at least for a while, because A, she'd have to be, the conservatorship would have to be pretty much over for her to even have the option to do it if she wanted to do that. Right. Like, would love it so much. It's probably like my number one celebrity wish for 2021 to happen would be that we could get like a thoughtful, respectful, sit down interview with Brittany and just understand where she's at and what does she need her help with and how can we help set her free from possibly the the prison that she may be living in or maybe she's not. Would love that so much, although I don't, I don't see it happening anytime soon, Um, but I would love it I would love it if it did, and I would love if Oprah could maybe throw some Oprah power into making it happen earlier, even with the conservatorship, because that's what Britney deserves, Charlie. That's what she deserves. But I once like, that comes back to my theory on, I don't think Britney wants us. I don't think she cares if we are. Yeah. I, don't, I think she's over being famous. Yeah,
0: she doesn't need to win people over anymore. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But I do want her to be free, and this may maybe would be something that would help her set the tone for her own mental competency and being free of the conservatorship if she could do an interview and kind of explain things and get get Oprah to help her out, you know?
0: Right. Okay. So we are running out of time. Let's get in one or two hypotheticals because I think these are fun, and I don't think we did one uh, last week. So- (laughs) I've been trying to find a couple here. You may have seen me looking to the side here. The first list I found was terrible. Um, <laughs> okay, let's see. Let's see what would be a good one here. Okay. If you could be a character from any movie, who would it be and why?
1: Oh, real, not real, doesn't matter. I'll tell you, right now, I watched uh, Raya and the Last Dragon, the new Disney movie.
0: Oh, my God. You paid for how much? Fairly. Good spender.
1: I did not. I did not pay for it oh right okay um
0: that's what you get disney for charging so much money if you would have charged a normal fee jesse you probably would have paid for it
1: I, like I, I, people. I paid for disney plus then i had to pay like 33 dollars to watch
0: yeah, that?
1: On. why am i even paying for this disney anyway i did watch it on the weekend it's great it's so good so good and honestly i would probably be her she's super cool um She's a very cool character. I love that movie. Grey is obsessed with it now. Uh, he pretends to be Raya all the time. And he lets Hazel pretend to be Sisu, like the dragon character. It's so good. I would probably be her. But, I mean, that's that's just because it's top of mind for me. Who would I be?
0: That's a tough question. I don't know why. But the first thing that came to my mind was Spicoli from Fast, Fast Times at Ridgemount High. Well,
1: he's living a great life. He's for yeah, sure. He's
0: like a surfer dude in the 80s. Hanging out at the mall. <laughs>
1: in the dream <laughs> so, that
0: was like a good time
1: you know who really i think is a movie character that like gets a bad rap but really had it figured out was what's her face um the stepmom to be from parent trap um oh
0: my god okay so when like, you say parent trap i i go actually to the old disney one because i i watched that as a kid so i don't even really know L- Lindsay lohan was in was she Lindsay in? Lohan, pa- yeah.
1: yeah. So this is like the girl who's marrying her rich dad and like that, that girl, I felt for her like damn not one but two like no one signed up for that um, <laughs> Like she was just trying to live a cushy life in the Hamptons with this hot this hot <laughs> Quaid guy. What, you know what was so wrong about that for her? Oh, if I thought to be anyone in a movie oh. I mean her it always be cool to be Hermione 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 Hermione. <laughs> Hermione she's a top top character um yeah. Jesse, do
0: you have any Harry, Harry Potter tattoos? Just
1: You know what, okay, so we, <laughs> we just did a, uh, a trivia game at work this last week, Charlie and I with our whole team, and like heavy, heavy on the Harry Potter tattoos on our team. And I didn't want to say this at the time because I didn't want to like be any more like the same as everybody else. I don't have any tattoos, but if I were ever to get a tattoo, me and my friend Megan have long planned to get like a lightning bolt tattoo from harry potter but i've okay. never actually had the nerve to do it but if i got one it would be a harry potter based tattoo. so I,
0: I think i underestimated how fanatical people are about harry potter because when harry i heard potter. that I was like, wow this must be mm-hmm. this is a thing like people are getting it harry potter tattoos like a lot life. of people are doing it
1: yeah it can be a guide to your whole life right basically like you just want to live your life that way which is why it's so upsetting that jk rowling rowling has turned out to be yeah not great yeah, yeah.
0: I, I I have not been I've tried. I've tried to get into Harry Potter. I will say I tried to get into the movies because I'm not reading not so much into reading uh tween books as an adult. Oh god. Send hate mail to Jesse Walsh at <laughs> hatemail.com.
1: She'll she'll, oh fail,
0: those. she'll oh fail those. She'll field those. i just used to love like okay so i would go visit my wife and i'd I'd be on the subway in toronto and i would see guys you know in their late 20s early 30s reading harry potter books but they would pull off the uh the the exterior cover cover, so people wouldn't know
1: you know what it is a timeless tale i feel um fair enough it is, like, it I is. shouldn't
0: be talking. I'm the guy that has a basement full of 6,000 uh video games from when he was a
1: kid. <laughs> I mean, like, your Hulk pillow is staring at me while you say this,
0: yeah, 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 exactly. Um,
1: but no, to each their own, but I definitely would recommend it. I feel like they are not really childish, childish tales, and it's like they cover huge themes like the wizards and uh, wizards hating you know, human born magic. It's yep. a lot of good parallels to like the challenges that we've had in our own society about like racism and homophobia and like. Being a good person and doing what's right, and being a good friend, and like growing, and just like we talked about, like cancel culture, growing, making mistakes. Ron makes a huge mistake. He admits it. He grows from it. He becomes a better person. It's a great life lesson.
0: You know what? Part of it is like I think I watch those movies, and I, I'm kind because all those things you just mentioned. I'm like, oh, that sounds cool. I just I'm a little bit surprised that like I just for whatever reason it just never never click with me and like because of that i've never introduced my boys to it i think they've watched one or two but they never really got into it
1: oh quidditch quidditch is so cool your boys would just think that's cool that game watching that happen because those movies are top-notch okay. quality
0: if you say so if, if you say quidditch is cool i'll go with that because you're cooler than me because i charlie, quidditch, and I'm like,
1: oh, give I quidditch a try let, let, like that's... in real
0: life like in my yard
1: just like no, gotta... you, can't, you can't fly charlie you can't fly but i mean you
0: <laughs> But I'm sure there's people out there that do the thing where they're hopping around on a broomstick and pretending to.
1: Have you seen the people who do the horse broom racing, like little kids, like competitive? No. Oh, my God. I will have to get a video for next week. I know we're out of time, but um, there is like a competitive fake horse racing circuit in the UK, mainly where I've seen it. I hope it's in North America. It's like girls age like 8 to 13, and they don't have have. but they ride like broomstick horses through a competitive circuit. And it's, Oh my God. And it's, please tell
0: me there's someone like with, uh, those clog things like in Monty Python going, (laughs) that's all I think of Monty Python. I don't know if anybody knows that reference, but the Holy grail.
1: It's incredible. And it is highly competitive and I'm a big fan. And then there's also an Instagram account called jumping like a horse where this girl has taught herself to physically leap like a horse over horse obstacles, obsessed i will have to share that in my instagram that's
0: awesome see we we need to start planning these a little better so we can have these clips on uh (laughs) but it's hard because you know we go on these tangents like we were on hypotheticals and we just started talking about harry potter
1: (laughs) jumping like a horse instagram at jumping like a horse or i think that's what it is i'll find it i'll link it when we share this video to the world
0: all right that's all the time we have for this week charlie as
1: always my friend what's that been a pleasure as always
0: yeah, this is, you know, we, we message each other on Slack. We're like, what do we got this week? I'm like, I don't got much. I'm like, Oh, whatever. We'll do it live. We just wing it. And we always end up having a fun conversation. So it's
1: a good time. It's just a good time. Cool. All right. Well, have a anyway, good week. Everybody. We'll see you next week guys.